0: Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Blog Talk Radio. again and welcome to Apple Capital Group Blog uh, Radiocast. Tonight we're going to talk about Building Your Business Credit Part 1. This is going to be part of three or four series uh, that's going to be 30 minutes long to talk about how to build your business credit, which is a very important today. Uh, my name is Tim Jacam. I'm your host tonight and um, the topic, again, is how to build your business credit part one. Uh, I'm going to talk about tonight five stages of what you need to do, how to build your credit, and why why is this is really important. Uh, why is important to the business environment? Why is important to creditors and so forth? Also, I'm going to talk about business compliance. Also, I'm going to talk about where to go to get these starting accounts, and is it really necessary? Can I do this myself or I need some outside company to to do it? But I'll encourage you to do it yourself. It's not really difficult to do. To begin with, uh, there's an old adage that it takes money to make money. This is certainly true for many business owners today. You have to spend money to make money. When you Establish a credit even though you had to pay a fee because I'm giving to you all this information for free. But you are going to have to buy some things and to establish some credit and pay it on time in order to build your business, which is essential. Uh, when you establish credit in your business, you're reducing liability to yourself as the business owner or the CEO or. Uh, the sole proprietor, but you're trying to separate your business and separate your your uh, personal credit. So, regardless what happened to the, the business, you won't get affected about any decisions that you made on your business accounts, and it won't affect you on your personal credit. Uh, to begin with, if we look at the to build the importance of building a business credit, let's look at why it's important. Number one, what's the lender's view? What's the creditor's view? What's the investor's view? What's the credit bureau's view? And what other companies are saying about your company? A lender's view if I have an application that comes in front of me, and when I give it to the clerk and say, okay, pull the Dun & Bradstreet, pull the Experian, pull the Equifax and pull a pay net or a credit.net profile. they bring all these files to me, ask her to take a look at it. Sometimes she highlights things for me. But as a lender's profile, if I have a company uh, that has some good sales, uh is making a little money, but if I have a, a company that has no credit or limited credit and the company has credit, I am I'm gonna go for the person who is made who has a good credit profile, a solid credit profile. So on the lender's profile, it makes the application more desirable, and it makes it easier to process and to get into credit uh, for a review. Then versus a company who has nothing and they have to go back to you to get financial statements, they have to go get this or that. But if I look at a credit profile, there's something on Equifax. There's something on Dun & Bradstreet. There's something on... Uh, experience, there's something on PayNet, there's something on credit.net. If I see that profile, and at least there are some files there, it's better than none at all. But if you build your credit properly, uh, if you have 25 creditors that we can see, it makes your application more desirable. Uh, I am more in line to give you credit because you have paid somebody on time and I can verify and see it versus me having to pick up the phone and calling people. So on the list, uh, view of it, it's great. It's wonderful to see someone that has good business credit. I love it. On the creditors' view, uh, viewpoint, it makes you look pretty good. It looks like you have your business together, and it looks like uh, if I go ahead and lend you money, I will have a chance to get paid back because I can look at in the past to see exactly what you've been doing. If you're looking for investors, investors always want in to run a credit report on the business. They don't need your permission for that. They need it for your personal credit, but not for your business credit. If I want to engage in business with you and you're an investor or an angel investor or a, uh, venture capital, uh, it looks good for them to see that you are established. One way they can verify that is that you are paying your obligations on time and you have some credit established out there. For me to put my money out there uh, uh, and take the risk, on the account. Credit Bureau. Once you get established and you have a good credit profile and you have good credit, you will get credit. The Bureau will solicit your name as a good person to do business with, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're going to get offers and calls from other businesses who wants to do business with you. And also for companies like the federal government, uh, companies that you want to do business with, one thing they do that they take a look at your dumb and They want to see how you, you pay your bills or if you're a legitimate business, or uh, they look and see if you're compliant and have you, or you file your corporation papers or you have a tax ID number. So it, it's essential for a business today to have a complete credit profile before they approach any bank for a loan. It's essential. Again, a lender's view, a creditor's view, like a supplier, an investor's uh, view, if you want to get an angel investor or venture capital, that they won't look at it. Also, when it comes to a credit bureau view, the credit bureau will look at you favorably. They will advertise you as a good credit risk. And people you want to deal business with, the federal government, the state agencies, or your next-door neighbor, uh, in the same business park or office you're in, they say, okay, let me see how John Doe is. I never heard of them before, and uh, even though they've uh, been here for a couple of years, I just don't know how they conduct business. This will tell me how they conduct business, at least on the surface. Uh, what do you really need to get started? And I talked about this before in another episode. You need to make sure you list yourself as a DBA or corporation or a partnership. Um, Get your company filed with your, if you're doing a DBA, which are your, your county, or uh, uh, if you're looking for a corporation or a partnership, make sure you file that with the state. And make sure when you file that th- those papers that you list the officers who's going to conduct business in this company's name. Who's the president? Who's the vice president? Who's the secretary? Who's the treasurer? Those are important to be put on those documents as well. Also, you need to go to the IRS to get your employer identification number. I, uh, you can go to www.irs.gov to get that, and you can do it online, and they give it to you in about 10 minutes. Uh, also, you can go to Dun & Bradstreet, uh, and Dunn & Street is, is fairly easy. Just go to Dunn's, but look for the tab that says for government contractors. If you do the government contractors, you would get it within 24 hours because they know that with an agreement with the government, you have a contract you want to bid on, and the government has to have a Dun & Bradstreet number to do business with because they need to put you in CCR, uh, the uh, contractor's registry. So you will, if you file your Dun & Bradstreet, that will label you as well. Also, I'm sure you have a Telephone number that's listed. I would recommend go with your local phone company, get a line, uh, landline first, then convert to something like Vonage or uh, some other uh, virtual number, voice over IP number. But so first, at least for a couple months to get you branded, get a landline first, and just spend the sixty dollars or seventy dollars or a hundred dollars that you need to get get that set up. Also today a lot of lenders are looking at looking at websites. At least start a page or two, something about us, and a nice uh page from WordPress or whatever to say who your your company is and make sure you purchase your own domain so that would brand you as well. Also, you want to get a bank account. And also establish a relationship or at least with one trade. Let's move on to incorporating your business. Again, um, it doesn't take very long uh, long to get that done. Uh, you can go to your Secretary of State. Most of them can be able to be done online with $50, or $25, or $100. And again, when you do that, make sure you put down your officers. Um, next thing you want to do after you've done do that process um and you've went got your done the breast and you've done those compliant things I mentioned, the next thing you probably want to do is uh start with your starter accounts. And your starter accounts uh I recommend is a few companies and uh the few companies are one is called Quill, it's an office supplier another one called Reliable, Quill is www.quill.com, www.quill.com. They offer a wide array of products, cleaning uh, supplies, digital cameras, file folders, papers, pens, writing utensils, ink, toner, any office supplies. And also Reliable is another. Those are considered starter accounts. Uh, I don't order over fifty dollars. Order twenty-five or fifty dollars. Um, you might get—they might give you a hundred-dollar line, but don't go over a hundred dollars. Try to order around fifty dollars or just a little over fifty dollars, and they're going to invoice you. And when you get the invoice, pay it immediately. You want to pay it within thirty days. Get it in before the thirty-day deadline, because when uh, they will report you that you paid it on time or you didn't pay it on time. If you get it at the end of the month, like if uh, you're like the 25th of the month, you got the product, it will come on the Bureau when they actually report the following month, but pay it on time. So Quill is one of a supplier, which is a net 30-day account. and Another one is called Reliable, which is another net 30 account. Two office supplies. Make one purchase of $50 here, make one purchase of $50 there. Another uh, supplier is called Deluxe, www.deluxeforms.com. And Deluxe number also is 1-800-328-0304. They are a support supplier. They can make checks for you. They can do some custom pens and pencils, but they have a wonderful website. You can go to Deluxe. And they will be no more than happy to do business with you. And you don't have to pay any money up front. They will give you a line of credit, but don't be greedy. I mean order fifty or seventy-five dollars, that makes it kind of worth it to them. Now I think I was told just recently, Deluxe is putting some limits, put them in minimum uh orders they now want. If that's the case, just order what the minimum is, maybe a hundred, fifty, maybe a hundred dollars. But that's the cost of doing business. Buy the product and pay it within 30 days. Quill uh, number, you can reach them at 1-800-982-3400. Again, that's 1-800-982-3400. And reliable office supplies is one 800 735 000. That's Reliable. Reliable is R-E-L-I-A-B-L-E dot com. And Reliable is another place you can get a 30-day account. And it would be uh, no money out of the pocket to you. A couple of others you want to try, uh, part of your sort of accounts, is Gimpler. Gimpler is g E M P L E R S is plural. Sorry about that. And uh, another one is Granger. Granger, you see them all over the place. Granger has supplies of uh, industrial supplies for businesses. Uh, they're another place to go to to get a 30 year account. So that's Granger, G R A I N G E R. Gimplers is. Uh, Again, see if I can find that number with you, for you real quick. I had all my notes and it disappeared. So their number at Gimpler's is 1-800-382-8473. And uh, let me get uh, Granger for you. G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. And Granger number is, wow, well, I thought I had it earlier. Give me a second. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, they don't make things easier easy as they used to be. They used to have a number up here. Contact us. There it is. Okay, Granger is 1 800 323 0620. When you call them, make sure you have your tax ID number. They might ask for it. They might ask for your website as well for credit, but tell them you want to want you to build them uh you want them to bill you for the product, and they will go ahead and do that um, having a on um, the du street uh perfect credit is eighty it's a perfect score I mean you pay everything on time, nothing is late it's just it's an equivalent of having a seven fifty FICO score when you personal credit, so that's like your a credit a credit uh if you if you're lucky to get something higher than that, they used to have in the old days ninety and people who pay early uh that might get a ninety or your ninety would be take you paying ten days early uh, uh, one hundred which is rare you ever see um uh, that's also, you know, I don't, I haven't seen that in a long time. I haven't seen many people go over 80. Used to see it in the 90s and uh, 2000, but I haven't seen a lot of people over 80 these days. In obtaining credit, your 30-day account net 30 just means you're going to pay in terms within 30 days. And again, you want to take these accounts. And you just want to get fifty dollars. So once it's reported, it will say you applying. Uh, you pay your bill for this account. Um, for instead of say fifty, it would say up to one hundred dollars. So they think you you bought them up to one hundred dollars for that account. So that's a starter account. You want to try again those vendors, and if you do that you are really selling. Also, Dun & Grand street, probably when you do your DUNS number, they will probably give you a uh, call you to interview you once they start seeing us hitting that account and they want to get some information about your company. Be prepared. Make sure you, you incorporate it. If you incorporate it, if you're DBA, DBA. Make sure you give that information. Don't give anything extra, but be prepared for that. That's why we ask you to get all those compliant issues out of the way. Uh, kind of recap again is why it's important to have business credit. It is essential today. Um, most of the things are done virtually. Uh, people go online to do their credit review. They Instead of spending a lot of time and calling around to all your vendors, if you look good on your Dun & Bradstreet, if you look good uh, with the other credit bureaus, if you If they call and pick up and see you have a business listing, you have a website, you have a telephone number uh they won't go beyond that. You have an employer identification number. If those things are in place and they look pretty good again, these are five suppliers. If that's on your bureau and you pay them on time, even' if it's fifty dollars you no know, uh three months later, go and spend another fifty dollars. And that's gonna keep you a solid eighty score, and you are looking pretty good to get anything you want in the future. Um, Kind of tell you what the process: once you do your starter accounts, then you move into another level. Another level uh, that you would get into: there are accounts you can get with Dell, you can get with Radio Shack, you can get with Apple, you can get with Amazon. You can get Lowe's, Home Depot. I'll go through all of that within the next show. But start with this. Do this for 30 days. Pay it off. And then in a month, after you pay those things off, then let's move it to the next stage. And that's what the next show is going to be all about. Um, those particular accounts, you have now gone through your 45 days. Now let's apply for another set of things 45 days later. Don't do them back-to-back. Back. Do those flow five accounts first, then move forward and try to get something else after that, and that will be in the next segment. Uh, at the month two, you apply for another line, which I just mentioned about the Amazon, the Home Depot, the Voyager card, and so forth. Then you move up in ladder, so you get. Pieces of credit, little by little, but you get increases as you grow. Here's a couple of questions uh, some people have asked me so far. How long it takes to get corp- incorporated? You can do it instantaneously, uh, probably within one day if you apply with your state. Uh, you file the information online, they will give it to you right on, at that time that you're doing the filing, or give it to you within a day and send you a hard copy. Um, I know Florida uh, was sent to you right away, Denver, uh, Colorado was sent to you right away, Kansas was sent to you. Most of those states were sent to you right away. Some were sent to you right away, but it will take uh, maybe a day to mail those things out to you. Um, That's how long it takes. I would say just plan on 24 hours for incorporation papers. Yes, you must list all your officers if you incorporate. You must list the president. Vice President, a Treasurer, and a Secretary. You also want to buy a corporate kit for $50 or $25. Uh, Look online how to get a corporate kit because you might have to be able to uh, make a resolution if someone asks you to in order to open an account. They say, well, I need a resolution to do this or that. So you will have those forms available and you can be able to get it out to them. Make sure you read through the packet so you know what's there. Uh, What is the benefit for purchasing an age uh, or shell corporation? I didn't want to talk about that, but I will mention it. Um, I'll probably mention that into the the last segment. Um, You can purchase a a shell or an age corporation. It's going to cost you. It's not going to be $50. There are companies out there that will sell you a a domain, uh, uh, a corporation they incorporated several years ago. The older it is, is more it's going to cost you. Um, do you need to do this? It's really not necessary. If you are selling things or if you're moving forward with your business, I would say that don't do that. Just unless you're in a hurry to get something established, buy a shell corporation. Don't don't bother to do that. Just go ahead and, and incorporate in your own. That you already know exactly. Hey, this is mine. I know all the information about it. There's no history. Uh, do I have have to incorporate in the same state I do business? What you do? Uh, you can't be in uh, Georgia and want to do business in uh, Mississippi. When they call the local office, they're going to check and see where you do business in, Where is your uh, where you're applying from. So if you have an office in Jacksonville, Mississippi, you do all your business out of, you need to incorporate in Mississippi. Because that's one of the compliance issues they're going to look for, have you apply for the state you're doing business with. So apply in the state that you're doing business with. And you also want to get your tax, side, uh, your uh, reseller license if you're a retailer, um uh, you can check with the local controller or your department of revenue. They'll tell you if you need certain uh, exemption licensing for certain things. And it's usually it's free. Uh, how can I get credit from creditors who provided me products and services? That's what I've just mentioned to you. If you start this at the very beginning, and if a creditor, a low supplier, uh see that you have a small credit profile of five people you paid on time, they should have a problem of giving you a small line of credit. Someone wants you to do a little business with them, but you shouldn't have a problem of getting a little credit, at least $250 or $500 with them, if they see that you're responsible and paying everybody else on time. Um, You know uh, someone in here writing about P.O. boxes, uh, virtual offices, and uh, drop boxes. I would say use your home address. They even though that it's a, a office. I mean, it's not an office, but it's a residential. But I'd rather have a residential that's established and I'm doing business out of than have a P.O. box. is not going to work. They're not going to want to send something for a P.O. box. So you can scratch it out. Virtual office maybe uh, because there are some sizable companies that are making money out of their virtual offices. Virtual offices is, uh, is maybe like regions who has an office and they just uh, they allow you to use their address and telephone numbers or address to mail things to. It's not a bad way of doing things, but they're gonna look at it a little bit more closely if there's too many uh, companies in one particular location. Again, Google can do everything. They can tell you how many people are in the Suite by typing in an address. No drop boxes. Um, yes, you need to, while well, I'm mentioning, you must have a landline. Do not use your cell phone. And the reason I ask you to go to, to AT&T, get a landline, because you're trying to get yourself established and get yourself branded. Do not use your cell phone to do business with. You can forward it to your cell phone, but you must have a landline in order to get started. Voice over P, yes, you can do it eventually, but at least get your, uh, your business established. Um, if you do what I ask you to do with those starter accounts, this will put you in a great position uh to get bigger lines of credit in the future. Um, another person is asking me um uh the home address I did address that a few minutes ago. Yes you can use the home address. Uh good you get yourself established. Um, and also, you want to get a merchant account as well. Uh, get a merchant account makes you established as well. And again, just to recap, uh, on, on the recap, why is it important to you bill your credit? Uh, your business credit. You don't have to be using your personal credit. Uh, again, as a person pulls your credit, they lower your score to one, and you have all these inquiries. Um, business compliance, you want to make sure that you want to have your incorporation papers, you want to have your uh, employer identification number, you want to have your DUNS number, you want to have your phone listed with AT&T or some local provider as a landline, you want to have a website, you want to have bank reference, bank account, and you want to have at least one trade supplier. Also, you want to go to Quill or Reliable. Uh, to try to get an account established, Quill and Reliable, the Lossporns.com, Glimplers, G-E-M-P-L-E-R-S, Granger.com, and start with them first, and then build from there. Um, let's. Uh, I would say at the 45 days, then you can probably move into another stage of of applying for another series of accounts. So keep it simple. And pretty much go from there. Um, all in all, if a person comes to me with a good credit profile, with a neat application filled out, uh, I have something to work with. Investors have something to work with. Uh, your business suppliers have something to work with versus nothing at all. Um, so kind of keep that in mind. It's important that you have a nice, clean credit profile um, this is who you are as a business again it's a legal entity of its own and one thing you always want to do you want to continue to sell your product sell 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 you can do all the special things i see some people spend more time and trying to building their credit trying to get loans on the loans they spend a half a year on loans but they're not selling so again do these steps build your business credit Sell your product and not worry about anything else. Sell, sell, sell. And other than that, just go ahead and... uh